0: Thank you so much for joining me, Pastor Zach Williams of Flat Creek Baptist Church here in Gainesville, Georgia, for this episode of New Horizons, the daily podcast and radio ministry uh, that we have here at the church. It is always a great joy to have you join us during this time. I want to encourage you, if you would like to know more information about Flat Creek Baptist Church, to look us up online flatcreekchurch.net and go to our connections page and let us know how we can come alongside of you in your walk with Jesus. Today, I want us to continue just just for a little while longer talking about the resurrection. We're going to be jumping back into the book of Mark in the days ahead, but since we're just kind of right here in in the middle of spring and resurrection season, I just think it's so important for us to remember and be reminded of just, just the fact that we serve a risen Savior. So I want us to go to John 21 today, and I want us to look at what is known as the restoration of Peter. Now, let me just set the stage briefly for you. When you come to John 21, uh, the the, the beginning of the chapter kind of reads it in in almost a sad and somber tone. Uh, Peter looks at Uh, His fellow disciples who walked with Jesus and Peter says to them, I'm going fishing. I'm going back to the old way of life. I'm going back to the Sea of Galilee, going back to the boat, going back to the nets, going back to the life that I knew before Jesus. Now, why would Peter say that? Well, you remember that just before the crucifixion of Jesus, that Peter had told Jesus, I will follow you all the way to death. May it never be that you would be crucified. And Jesus had told him, Peter, tonight, before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. And you remember how Peter, there by charcoal fire in the inner courtroom of the temple, had done what? He had denied Jesus three times. Of course, the next day, Jesus is crucified and Uh, Peter is one of the first ones to go to the tomb once it's announced that Jesus has resurrected from the dead. And then Jesus appeared to the twelve, and Jesus appeared to Thomas, and Jesus appeared to disciples on the road to Emmaus. Uh, But that personal, that personal uh, resurrectionist uh, appearance to Peter had not happened. And and Peter's beginning to feel like, "Well, well, maybe I have Disappointed. Maybe I have rejected Jesus. Uh, Maybe I have denied Him to a point that Jesus can never use me again. Friends, have you ever been to that point in your walk with Christ? Boy, you had so much zeal. You had so much fire. And you promised God, God, I will be the one. I will be the one. I will never fail you. I will never desert you. I will never forsake you. I will follow you even to death if need be. Only to find yourself just a little while later denying that you even know the man. And now you've gotten to a point in your life where you feel like, you know, God can't use me. I'll just go back to the old way. I'll go back to the things that I did prior to salvation because You know, at least I can make money. At least I can have a career. At least I can spend time with my family. Uh, It may not be all that I thought it was going to be, but uh, you know, at at least I have something to do. Peter says, I'm just going to go back fishing. We can all get there in our lives. That's where Peter's at. But, but something's about to happen. You see, in John 21, they go out fishing. Peter goes with other disciples, John and James and Philip and Thomas and uh, two others. And they go out on the boat and they fish all night. They catch nothing. But the next morning, as, as the sun is rising, the fog is there on the beach, a figure appears. And he says, hey, have you guys caught anything? Well, no. Been out here fishing all night. Well, why don't you try casting your nets on the other side of the boat? Friends, this is just like the first moment when Peter was called. If you remember all the way back in the book of Luke, when Peter is called, he's out fishing all night long. And the Lord Jesus says, what? Go and cast your net on the other side. Peter says, we've been fishing all night, but even so at your word, I will launch out into the deeps and I will cast my nets, and he does, and he hauls in a great number of fish. And so once again, here at the very end uh, of the Gospel of John, Peter is out there fishing again, no fish, this figure appears uh, out, of the, out, of the, out of the fog, on the beach, it's a man standing there, cast your nets on the other side, and Peter and the disciples do, and what they bring in, the Bible says, exactly, precisely, 153 fish. And John exclaims, it is the Lord. And upon saying that, Peter uh, undresses himself, dives into the water, swims to the shoreline in order to get there to where Jesus is at. And upon getting to the shore, guess what? There's a fire already burning. The fish are already there. And Jesus has made breakfast. And the Bible says very specifically that it's a charcoal fire. Well, the last time we saw the charcoal fire was when Peter was denying the Lord Jesus Christ. So can you imagine as Peter steps onto the shoreline and that smell just kind of hits him in the face. Have you ever been to a, somewhere in your life where you smell something and you're automatically reminded of somewhere you've been before, something that's happened in your life before? Well, that's how it is with Peter here. He steps up onto the shoreline and the charcoal fire is already, already there and Jesus, uh, Jesus is making breakfast and Peter smells it and immediately his mind is raced back to just a few days ago when he denied Jesus and I'm sure that shame just gripped his heart. And Jesus asks about fish and Peter gets the net and pulls it on shore. And then he sits down next to Jesus and Jesus begins to speak. Jesus looks at Peter and he says, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than the proclaimed and your work, your, your, your love and devotion for me? But you denied me, Peter. Do you you love me more than these men? Do you love me more than John and James and Thomas and Philip and Nathaniel? Do you love me more than these? Peter, you know that I love you, Lord. Jesus would ask him a second time, Peter, do you love me? And Peter says, yes, Lord, you know I love you. And then Jesus would ask him a third time, Peter, do you love me? And this time it says that Peter was grieved. That Jesus asked him, do you love me? And he said, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. And so just as Peter had denied Jesus three times. Now Jesus asked him three times, do you love me? And he's about to restore Peter. Listen to what he says. Feed my sheep. I assure you, Peter, when you were young, you would tie your belt around you and walk wherever you wanted. But when you grow old... You will stretch out your hands and someone will tie you and carry you where you do not want to go. He said this to signify what kind of death he would glorify God. And we know that Peter was actually crucified like the Lord Jesus. But Peter said, I'm not worthy to be crucified in the same way. So crucify me upside down. He's crucified there in Rome where he would die. But then Jesus says, after saying this, he says, follow me. Just like he said to Peter at the very beginning, when he first called Peter, he said, Peter, follow me. I will make you fishers of men. He had walked with Peter three years and Peter had spoken up many times and failed many times. And this last time, the failure seemed almost so much that God couldn't use him anymore. But Jesus looks at Peter and he says, Peter, come on, just follow me. And friends, today you may feel like you have failed. You may feel like you've done something so bad that God can't use you anymore. There's forgiveness at the cross. And Jesus is beckoning you today to come on and follow him. God bless you. And I look forward to seeing you next time on New Horizons.